Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsor. Balance Virtually provides full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, and much more. To schedule a consultation with a certified public accountant with over 16 years of experience helping people like you, visit balancevirtually.com. Balance Virtually, your locally owned full-service financial planning service company. Welcome to the Veronica Edwards Show, where we have fun financial conversations that everyone listening can apply to their personal and professional life. I'm your host, Veronica Edwards, and so excited to be back here, 2024, for season three. It feels like we've been in season three for a while, but it's been a great season so far here on bizradio.us. As always, I want to thank the V team for supporting and listening. Uh, This year, we're definitely going to be stepping it up with some more Um, social media and marketing. We're going to be doing little snippets and excited for what's to come. And I'm super excited today to have my new BFF on the show. And of course, I met this person on Mountain, um, I'll say on Mountain BizWorks, um, at a Mountain BizWorks class that I was teaching back at the end of 2023. So this guest immediately became one of my favorite students because this guest is as silly as I am and just has an amazing personality. The guest is a queer, non-binary coach, curator, artist, and educator dedicated to building inclusive communities. They are the founder of Powerful in Pink that offers coaching, small business support, curation services. I got questions on them curation services. Um, But additionally, this guest has co-founded Queer Metalsmith, a community space that honors, centers, and uplifts 2SLGBTQIA+. Tongue twisters and metalsmiths. So without further ado, I would like to introduce the amazing, the incredible, my new best friend, Tracy Carswell. Hello, Tracy. How are you? Hello. Hello. So great to be here. Thank you for having me on here. Thank you for being on. And I was telling Tracy, I'm nervous because Tracy's my first non-binary person. So I'm like, okay, what do I say? I don't want to goof up. I don't want to say this wrong. I don't want to offend anybody. Tracy's just like, I'll just let you know if you say it wrong, we'll just keep it moving. So thank you, Tracy. Yeah. And and I appreciate you giving me a, a space and opportunity and also doing the research to um, to make the effort. And that I think is the biggest thing that anyone can do because I mess up my pronouns <laughs> sometimes, you know, when I'm talking about myself. <laughs> right. I love that. And, I, and yeah. I appreciate that you're allowing me to ask questions because I feel like yeah. I'm always that for my friends. Like I'm always like, I'm the representative for all black people. Of if you course. have any questions, you can touch my hair. You can ask. I don't get offended. <laughs> so thank you for not being a- no. <laughs> Yes, you can do those things with me. Mm-hmm. So we always start the show off asking the guests to tell us about you, where you're from, your story, what led you to entrepreneurship, doing all these great things for, you know, the community. Well, I mean, we've only got 20 minutes, so <laughs> let me see what I can do. 
Um, so I, I grew up, I grew up in uh, Pennsylvania and I always loved art. I ended up going to art school um, and then I dropped out of art school and I became a professional drunk for uh, hmm. several years. And it took having liver and kidney failure for me to stop drinking, which actually saved my life. Wow. Yeah. Then I moved back in with my parents. I went back <laughs> to school. I got a degree in fashion accessory design. Um, and that's when things started changing. I started working more in my industry um, and got myself into the biz scene. Yes. So, you know, Tracy, I hear all the time metalsmith. I'm I'm at the point where I want to be a metalsmith. It just sounds mm-hmm. cool. Um, when you were when you were in the Mountain Biz Works class, there was another metalsmith. It seems like every class mm-hmm. I teach is a thing. I want to talk a little bit about that. Like, what is a metalsmith? So it's just like it sounds. It's someone who works with metal. Sometimes you'll hear someone say they're a goldsmith or a silversmith. And that just means they specifically work in that metal. Um, Or a blacksmith, that's someone who usually works in steel or one of the harder metals. So metalsmith usually is people who are working in silver, copper, brass, making jewelry. They may also make functional items. Um, but it's it's pretty much what it sounds like, you know. It's you're working, you're a metal bender, which uh-huh. is pretty incredible. Uh, it's really cool, and it seems like there's a huge market for it. And even though it sounds a little saturated, it's so unique. I feel like there's space for everybody in that world. Yeah, yeah, because there's there's so many different ways for people to show their uniqueness and their craft, and people like different kinds of things. That's the great thing. There's always going to be an audience. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about queer metalsmith a little later, but first I want to jump into Powerful in Pink. I love that business name. So please tell the listeners how long you've been in business, what type of services you provide. I heard that curation service. I want to add that to my services. Sounds virtually. That sounds very fancy. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you're taking new clients, are you remote? Bada bing, bada boom. Just tell us all the ways we can support Powerful and Pink and how you even came up with the name. Sure. So it's it's interesting. I started wearing, when I was growing up as a kid, I wore pink. And then in my teenage years, you couldn't catch me in any color. <laughs> and then when I was about 20, 21, I started wearing pink again. And next thing I know, I'm starting to wear pink, buy pink. People are starting to see me wearing pink and starting to think Mm -hmm. of me as pink. And as I'm wearing pink, I'm having these interesting conversations about, you know, like men who say, oh, I would never wear pink, you know, and and women who say, oh, I never wear pink either. Like, it's too girly. And I was like, I'm not girly. Mm -hmm. I just like the color. But it, it was Um, opening up some really interesting conversations about this color and about the, you know, the way we think about it. Um, And it's all about the context we have around it. So, you know, I mean, maybe not, depends on who's listening, but there was a movie, (laughs) kids, back in the day called Pretty in Pink. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and we've all heard that phrase, pretty in pink. And for me, it wasn't about being pretty in pink. It was about being powerful 
in pink uh, uh. and and kind of breaking up some of those ideas that that we have about pink about uh gender um mm -hmm. about what we see and think so that's where the name came from i've been wearing the color pink every day since 2008 and it makes gift giving really easy for people who know me just saying okay <laughs> you'll get my information at the end of this show and uh, feel free. my birthday's in august thanks yes um, <laughs> <laughs> so my I I've started my business a couple of times, but the 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 most recent time was in 2018. I uh, founded Powerful in Pink, and that is who I love to work with and who I love taking care of and partnering with is small business owners. Um, I love going in and working with. Um, entrepreneurs, creatives, artists. I'm an artist too. So I know that there's different parts of your brain that you work with. There's the art part and then there's the business part. And a yeah. lot of artists aren't don't have as strong of an overlap with those two. And so that's something that I'm able to provide because I love spreadsheets. I love organizing <laughs> Love and it. I love, you know, that's, I mean, that's why we bonded. We were like, <laughs> right, right. You know? Um, so uh, a little bit about curation. Um, so I've been a collector my whole life. Um, not a hoarder. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, why I was like, hmm, curate. I mean, my, my partner may say differently, but I'm going to say <laughs> collecting because that's the fancy time. <laughs> and, um, one of the things I found as I've developed my business, myself and my relationships is that I love gathering people and resources and opportunities and things like that. And then I love matching folks up, you know, mm. like, oh, you're part of the, the queer artist community. I got you, you know, that kind of thing. Like that. And we also call that you're you're the plug. You're the plug. Like mm -hmm. you're the connector to yeah. these different things. I absolutely love that. And I didn't realize that you started wearing pink every day back in 2008. I thought it was after you were diagnosed with cancer. No, it was actually a little one coming to say hi. Nice. Hey girl. That's Cora. Cora all right, we're back. Tracy, I forgot to add, you're a fur parent also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we all know, don't we? <laughs> and that's no problem. We always mm -hmm. here at bizradio.us yeah. support the fur babies. So, yeah, so let's talk a little bit more about the type of clients that you accept um, for Powerful and Paint. If it's mm -hmm. virtual, if it's here in West Asheville, in our hood in West Asheville, what okay. type are, and are you taking new clients right now? Yes, I am taking new clients. Um, as as we mentioned, um, I did go through uh, breast cancer treatment uh, 2021 to 2022. So I have been focusing on recovery. This year, I am really ready to kick it up a notch um, yeah. and expand my clientele. So I, I love working virtually. Um, huh? I even love setting up people I work with in person so that they're able to work virtually. Um, uh -huh. So 
I can go either way, honey. You I like know, that. I, and, and, yeah. And since the pandemic, I totally agree. Yeah. You know, like why we, we were able to actually meet, which was nice, but it mm -hmm. wasn't anything that's stopping us from our coaching that we're doing through Mountain Biz Works exactly. and you getting everything set up. But I like that um, since the pandemic, people are realizing, okay, I don't have to touch and feel you. And oh, by the yeah. way, everyone is getting sick. So <laughs> I'm cool yeah. with us just touching and feeling through the internet. Exactly. Click, click. And done. So let's talk about Queer Metalsmith. I know this is a new venture. One of the areas that I'm helping you just kind of holding you accountable mm -hmm. because Tracy is amazing when it comes to businesses, a coach and all that. But as we all know, myself included, when it's your own business, <laughs> it tends to be the oh, yeah. lowest priority. So I just appreciate that you allow me to be that accountability coach for you. And I would love for you to tell the listeners more about Queer Metalsmiths. Sure. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you. Um, so Queer Metal Smiths actually came about in 2020. I was working with another metalsmith who created Metal Smiths for Change. She is an extraordinary human being. And so she was creating auctions, raising money for folks in the Black community. Um, and one of the auctions that I was helping her out with was for the Black and trans community and I had this experience of support and community and love. And I wonder, where's my queer community as a, as a metalsmith, as a jeweler? Um, and so I started looking and I couldn't find anything. And mm -hmm. so I came up with Queer Metalsmiths. So I bought the domain, I grabbed the Instagram handle, and then I sat on it for a while because I knew it was something I wanted to build with others um, mm -hmm. and didn't want this to be Queer Metal Smith. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so amazingly, over the years, folks have shown up and have been, you know, like the next piece in the puzzle. Um, and so we've really been rocking and rolling since I would say more, more 2021. Uh, that's when mm -hmm. we, we kind of kicked off. And since then we've done two virtual exhibitions with New York city jewelry week. We are wow. in the process of hosting another um, exhibition that is going to be in person at a gallery in Tennessee, the silver fern. And then we've got another virtual exhibition that we're doing later this year. So our commitment is to honor, center, and uplift 2SLGBTQIA+, <laughs> metalsmiths, jewelers, and makers. I know I have to slow myself down and really pay attention to each letter. Yes, but I do want to give that blurb that that represents 2SLGBTQIA+. QIA plus or two Qs, QQIA plus represents those that are two spirit, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, questioning. So the two Qs, intersex, asexual, and all other sexual orientations and genders. Um, we know that the language is fluid and continuously redefined. I have my little definition I pulled up, mm -hmm. but you know. I, I love this because we need to know these things. Yeah. And when Tracy and I just met recently, I know a lot of people think it's controversial to say, but I do feel like 
a lot of the things as a African-American woman that I've gone through and how it's so important for me to be present in the black and brown community. So they're seeing someone that looks like them that's helping them mm-hmm. with business. That's why I totally support what you're doing with Queer Metal Smith, because it's important. And we just mm-hmm. saw on the news locally how um, a queer organization they were broken into and money was stolen and things of that sort. So we still know that we need to protect each other. And it's good to know that you're building communities like this, Tracy, where people can feel safe. Thank you. It's my, it's my absolute pleasure, man. So before we go, we always ask um, the guests to provide some tips to the listeners. And because you are this amazing, powerful cancer survivor, Uh, We would, you know, what would you say to those that are personally dealing with cancer right now or they have a family member uh, that's dealing with cancer? What advice would you uh, tell folks now that you are a year post-treatment? So I think the the biggest thing is to be kind to yourself. I think that's number one because it's really challenging when you're dealing with your body being an alien and doing its own thing. Um, Wow. That, that you just, I learned to love myself and be kind to myself in a way that I never was before I had cancer because I was sourcing my healing. Uh. So the I would say for anyone dealing with it, having someone else dealing with it post, you know, or even healthy is the number one most important thing that you can do is to take care of your health. And that's your physical health your mental and emotional health and your spiritual health. Because when you have those pieces in everything else is manageable. Yes. Yeah. You know, we, we've talked to Tracy where, you know, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. Everyone Mm -hmm. has, regardless of what you have, I feel like you need to have a foundation. There needs to be some type of higher being and something Mm -hmm. that you're putting your stock into. And the biggest thing that I took away from our conversation when we met last week was this gratitude, you know, gratefulness. If you can just share that, like since your diagnosis, have this. I guess I'll let you say it, how you feel when it comes to having gratitude. Sure. That's wonderful. I actually wanted to share a little bit about gratitude. So I had a gratitude, a daily gratitude practice in place where I, I text a friend what I'm grateful for every day. So before I got diagnosed, I'd already been practicing the muscle of gratitude. And part of the source of gratitude for me is inside of my spiritual practice, which is Sukiyo Mahikari. It's a Japanese practice. It's giving and receiving light. It's teachings. Um, but one of the contexts that we have around getting sick Um, is that it's actually a spiritual cleansing. And for Mm. us to be able to practice gratitude, because we're actually getting to kind of clean house for our ancestors or, you know, anything that's kind of come down the family line. And that's what we get to do. So when we're experiencing illness, especially something major like cancer, is like I practiced being grateful because it meant that I was getting to be of service to my family, right? To uh, my ancestors. And it also, for me, I have it that it meant that other members of my family, I've helped clean house for our family. So the ones who are here and living, that maybe they won't have to go through what I went through. 
Right. Or if they do, you can help them along the way. And what's, what's interesting is right as I was finishing treatment, my dad got diagnosed with prostate cancer and the, and we just kept creating the best possible outcome. That's what we spoke into the world, into the universe was best possible outcome. And he was able to do radiation treatment. He kept doing his thing. He's in his seventies. He, you know, he did his job. He does his little working out, all those things. And he never stopped. So I have it that I got to help clean house a little bit so that now my dad got to go through that and not experience the massive challenge that I went through. You know, Mm -hmm. he went through his own journey, but so for me, even if you're not sick or dealing with something major like that, wherever you can practice gratitude, yes, you know, it's, it's a muscle, the more you do it. And, and I will say having someone who's your accountability for being Uh grateful or someone who's your witness for being grateful makes a big difference, I think. You know, whether that's a text, a phone call, an email, a message on social media, there is something really powerful about speaking it out there for other people to get it. I love that, Tracy. We could talk more and on and on. We're on to the end of the show. (laughs) But I love that. I want everyone walking away from this practice gratitude. So, Tracy, quickly, can you tell folks how they can find out more about Powerful and Pink, Queer Metalsmith, all your IG, social media, all that fun stuff. Sure. Um, Instagram, my personal business is Powerful and Pink by TLC, my initials, Tracy Lee Carswell. And then Queer Metalsmiths with an S on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm also the uh, founder of WJA Miami, uh, which is the Women's Jewelry Association. And my website right now is powerfulin.pink, but I will be launching tracycarswell.com, <clears throat> T-R-A-C-E-Y-C-A-R-S-W-E-L-L.com. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was bored for this girl. Um, yes, you were. Yeah. And those are those are the best ways to reach me uh, right now is, is through my website or through my social media. And you can get links to message me, email me, text me, all that good stuff there. Wonderful. Well, Tracy, such an honor to have you on the show. I want to thank you so much. I want to thank all the listeners for tuning into bizradio.us for the Veronica Edwards show. That's on all platforms on Wednesdays. And if you missed the live airing of the show, you can listen to all prior shows at veronicaedwards.buzzsprout.com. And Tracy, this will not be your last time on the show. You are a pro friend and I'm very grateful for you. you. It's my my pleasure, my honor. I'm so grateful to to be here and share space with you today. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.